Hello. Hi. Welcome to Midwestern Maidens. I am Colleen. And I'm Heather. Well, we are your maidens. Hello. Um, thank you for listening to us. Um, yeah, it's been one hell of a, a start to spooky season so far. Honestly, it has. it's been the spookiest October I've personally had. Um, <laughs> just because literally 1230 on October 1st, I was in the emergency room. Uh, it was it was rough, but yeah. I'm feeling better. I got a bunch of antibiotics and Yay. Um, inhaler, and fingers crossed that my hospital bill isn't through the roof. But yeah, at least I got all of this figured out. You know, yeah, yeah. I've had this cough forever, and at least I've I've gotten it figured out now. But right, right. What is new with you? What have you been doing this these first couple days? We survived our first sleepover, our first sleepover with a friend, Genevieve's friend. Yay! There was um, some pranks involved, um, fart spray, which I told you about. Yes. Um, the lingering, and like it was weird, like it smells terrible, but like the lingering after smell is like a rotten hard-boiled egg which i almost feel like is worse than just like a fart smell yeah. to be honest the rotten egg farts are the worst farts yeah like you know something internally is wrong <laughs> you're rotting from the inside something, out. <laughs> something is happening the kids loved it though because i had to pull out like all of my heavy duty fall very cinnamon you know candles and they came upstairs and they were like, oh, my God, it smells so good up here. And I'm like, yeah, because y'all unleashed fart spray An entire in the house. Work. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. But the girls were finally asleep at 1130. That's pretty late. I was way ready to go to bed. Um, oh, here comes Miss Kitty. I just see her little tail in the background. <laughs> here she comes. But then the girls were up at 6.30. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. How um, do little kids do that? That's I crazy. don't know. But by 1 o'clock on Sunday, I felt like I had lived 18 lives by that time. Like it, you and I both, by 1 o'clock on Sunday, I was like, okay, so I'm not dying. But holy shit, like, <laughs> this has been the longest, like... 12 hours of my life. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when you go to a kid's birthday party or when your kid has a birthday party, the amount of exhaustion I feel once that is over is, like, unreal. Like, I'm done with peopling for a while. I don't want to, like, talk. Like, I'm just mentally and emotionally exhausted. That's how I felt all Sunday. Like, holy hell. Man. I just, I, I took a, like a two-hour nap, which I never do. But, I mean, it was fun. Just seeing Genevieve, like, go through the motions of everything. Um, we had ice cream, and I don't know. I just, I really wanted the kids to have that true sleepover, like, I'm not going to say you're putting too much ready whip whipped cream on yeah. your ice cream because yeah. it's a sleepover. But I was like standing there like, you got, stop, stop. 
enough. That's diabetic. Be careful, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but it was a lot of fun. Good. So Good. I'm still mentally um, recovering from that exhaustion. But other than that, it's been good. Good. That sounds so fun. I'm glad you guys did that. Yeah. Have a good time too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, I guarantee you pretty soon we're going to hear, can we have another sleepover? And I'll be like, this is, this can't happen every weekend. But my neighbor and I were talking and the idea, I know this, I know the girl's mom. I know the girl, when we were living with Caleb's parents, they live on the same street as them. So I have no problem with Genevieve staying over there. But my neighbor and I were talking about like the thought of letting your kid go to somebody's house and stay the night is like terrifying. Like not knowing who's going to be coming over, you know, like that kind of a situation that I just told Caleb, I was like, we're probably going to be the sleepover house for a while just because that's what I'm comfortable doing. Mm -hmm. Um, So buckle up because... It's going to be a lot of sleepless nights for us. Fart spray galore. (laughs) All over the place. Yeah. What else was in that surprise box that she packed? They had a whoopee cushion, fart spray, a fake snake. (laughs) Cute. Um, (laughs) I don't know where she got all of this stuff. She being the friend. She had one of those um, like confetti cannon things. Oh my gosh. So they didn't set it off in the house, thankfully. That probably would have, like, (laughs) put me over the edge. Um, Have you seen the video of the little girl that's like, first day of kindergarten, and she shoots off a glitter cannon? No. And right as she shoots it, her her dog walks right in and falls over the dog. I have. Yes, dog. (laughs) That poor dog's probably like, god damn it. Oh man. No, they they shot it outside. But then the kids came in <laughs> and they tried to say, "Did you hear that? Our neighbors are shooting at us." And I was like, "Okay. First off, thankfully this is all going over your head. Think about the country that we live in and think about the year that it you can't be saying that somebody's shooting at us because that could be a very real possibility in this day and age. Yeah, yeah. So. That's a very scary thing. Um, that's not a joking matter. Yeah. Like, that's when you're nine, I guess you can still joke like that. Right, you right. Know, in their minds, yeah. they're like, you know, this is never going to happen. But Yeah, I hope it stays like that for them. But Me too. So, what's in your cup tonight? I am healing from pneumonia, so I have nothing super exciting. I just have a cup of, like, berry tea. Ooh, that sounds good. I'm really hoping I don't spill on myself because it's bright red. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's in your cup? Same as last week. Just my apple cider with caramel vodka because why... Why mess with perfection at this point? I'm so and, jealous. And I have a gallon of apple cider I'm trying to drink without I'm giving myself the shits. A gallon to like the bottle of Smirnoff. It's a pretty good ratio. It's like yeah. almost perfect. Yeah. 
Let me get my inhaler just in case I need it. Puff puff. Can I get a puff puff? <laughs> <laughs> the infection is like, I feel like it's low in my lungs. So oh. um, everything was fine on like my x-ray, my CT scan. Well, she came back. Here's the craziest thing. Is I got, I went to urgent care on Friday. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, yeah. X-ray. They never called me back. They had from like 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. to call me back with my results. Never did. So you were like, no news must be good news. Well, I called them the next morning and was like, hey, you guys didn't call me back. What's going on? Is there somebody there that can read an x-ray and tell me what's going on? Yeah. And the lady goes, yeah, looks normal. And I was like, what do you mean it looks normal? Like, I've had a cough since May. What what do you mean it looks normal? And she goes, yeah. well, I didn't see you, so I can't really um, elaborate on anything else other than your x-ray looks normal. Literally, um, by 12.30 a.m. Saturday, I was in the, I was in the ER. Oh, um, man. I was, like, short of breath all day. Um, I really thought I was having a panic attack. Uh-huh. Um, because I get like really bad chest pains and like shortness of breath in my panic attacks and just walking around the airport and like by the time we, we landed and everything, it was okay. But like for the entire day, it, this sounds, it, this is the craziest part to me. Not only was my heart racing by the end of the night, mm -hmm. I had a resting heart rate of like 160. Yeah. The highest it got to was like 169 while we were walking up a slight incline in Nashville, like going back to our hotel. Uh-huh. I was like, I can't breathe. Like, yeah. I was trying to take a deep breath. I could maybe, maybe get two seconds of an, a deep inhale, and that was it. Oh, no. And so, I, yeah, we ended up in the ER by 1230, and... They were like, well, your EKG looks normal. And I'm like, don't tell me that. They do like my blood oxygen saturation and they're like, oh, it's 92, that's not normal. And so they send me back. Immediately I get like the oxygen thing. Yeah. Goes. They did another chest x-ray. They did a CT scan. They did two things of blood work on me. Um, they were doing two different kinds of COVID tests, like literally everything they could think of. Yeah. And they come back and it was, they were like, yeah, your chest x-ray, like your COVID tests are coming back negative, but your chest x-ray looks like a COVID patient. And I'm like, how in the fuck? <laughs> One day ago, my chest x-ray is normal. Yeah. And within a day my chest x-ray looks like a COVID patient. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But it ended up being but fine. It, yeah. At and least it was something finally for them to like start working off of. Right. And you it, know. Was, it was nice. Yeah. And she kept saying like my, the doctor, the ER doctor and I are, we're really brainstorming and like trying to figure out what this is for you. You know, your blood work is sent in. That's going to break down exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, you know, tell us if it's like bacterial or a viral or something like that. But no, I had the nicest doctor. I woke up at 10 a.m. and this doctor, this attending came in and he was for the, the unit that I was transferred to when I was like fully admitted. 
His name was Tommy. He had a top knot, and he was wearing cowboy boots. Yeehaw! Like, you are the coolest doctor I've ever had. But no, everybody, everybody on my team was like so incredibly nice. Yeah. It it was nice, as shitty as this whole experience was, having gone to urgent care like four times in the last couple months, and for them to say it's just a cough, it's just cold. Here, take this, take that for symptom alleviation. It was really, really frustrating because I've yeah. literally been taking Mucinex for like three months at this point, trying mm -hmm. to loosen this cough, and nothing's happening. Yeah. Um, but at least, you know, I was like, well, at least if I get really bad, you know, like I'm already in the hospital, so they can right. bring me back, best, hopefully. Yeah, best place to be. Right. But to have everything like in one place where it wasn't, you know, Oh, you, you know, your chest x-ray looks bad. We're going to send you to, like, a pulmonary person and, like, ha not having to go every yeah. single place, like, over the course of a couple weeks and just have everything done in a couple hours and got to eat ice cream twice in one day. Yay! It was, it was awesome, and everybody was super nice, so I'm glad I got it figured out. But it was, it was one hell of a... Start yeah. October. It was a little bit spooky. Yeah. But. Well, speaking of spooky. Yes. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about tonight. Okay. And what's weird is like the older you get, the more, you know, you're interested in things, whatever. I've never really been like super interested in Salem, Massachusetts until like. I've gotten older. Really? Um, Did you know? Yeah. You never read The Crucible in high school or anything like that? No, my, none of my English classes read that. Oh, we read The Crucible in high school, but we also did um, like a Salem witch trial unit in eighth grade with mom's friend, Stephanie. She was my social studies teacher. And we did a whole reenactment and I got to be one of the crazy girls that was like accusing everybody up and like pointing. Yeah. It was, it was so fun. But. See, I would have loved that. Eighth grade, I was at a private school. So if we had acted out the Salem witch trials, we would have had to march our asses straight over to confession. I was going to say, they'll, That'd be wheel, cool, though. they'll wheel in crucifixes or like the crosses for yeah. you to be burned at the stake on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I know there's a lot of podcasts out there about the Salem witch trials. I just listened to Morbid's podcast episode on it so and I figured I we don't have a ton of time to go into like a lot of detail about it plus it's already kind of well known so I was thinking what are some other cool like haunted spooky things in Salem Ooh. so now that I've read some stuff okay. we're gonna have to plan a trip to go yes I am totally like, down Next fall, I don't know, let's plan ahead and do it because there's some really cool places. All of this is coming from www.hauntedrooms.com. It's their article called The Most Haunted Places in Salem, Massachusetts. Very cool. Which photo so, should I be starting with? The Joshua Ward House. Perfect. Okay. It was built in 1784. So, obviously built after the witch trials yeah like almost a hundred years after 
But it's said to be haunted by Sheriff George, quote unquote, the stranger, Corwin, which it's never good when your sheriff nickname is the strangler. The, oh, I thought you said the stranger. The stranger? I might have. The strangler. Yes. Ooh. I think I did say the stranger. Sheriff George, the strangler, Corwin. And Giles Corey. So it's actually, like I said, built after the Salem witch trials, but both of those men were heavily involved in the witch trials. The land was actually owned by the sheriff, the strangler, and he was the type of sheriff that used unusually cruel methods to interrogate people. Probably how he got his nickname, if we're being honest. Yeah. So he died in 1697, and he's buried in what is now the basement of that house. That's a house now? That's a house now. I don't know if anybody lives there. This article didn't say anything. Um, but he's buried in the basement. Gross. Yeah. I wonder if he's just, like, if they've, like, laid concrete over it or if they're just like, oh, yeah, there's the sheriff. It's like a little mound of dirt. We've dug, dug the foundation. Door. Go put him in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a trap door. Ew. Um, so it says his body has now been moved to the Broad Street Cemetery, but his spirit has lingered and is blamed for choking visitors. Could you imagine walking into a house and getting choked by a goddamn ghost no max and i were just talking about this he was like i want to watch like a scary movie with you because last night i watched hocus pocus 2 to get in the mood for fall yeah um and he told me the one that he wanted to watch was a ghost movie or like a paranormal and i'm like those are my least favorite those are my yeah. least favorite because you know home invasions or like you know texas chainsaw massacre that kind of shit Right. At least there's a physical being that you can fight back against. Yeah. Ghosts are just like, how the fuck? What do you even do? Yeah. <laughs> just like, fling your head. <laughs> how would you yeah. fight back? Sage? I don't know. Yeah. I just, I can't imagine. Like, I don't know how you would protect yourself from a spirit, honestly. If they can walk through walls, you I can't really do anything. I would say move out, but there are move so many stories of ghosts moving with, like, well, person. Oh, God. I, hold that thought. No. Hold that thought. It's not in this story. It's in a, one of the other spooky, sp spooky spots. So, Giles Corey was somebody who was tortured and killed by the sheriff for being a warlock during the witch trials. Oh, he is blamed for pulling things off of shelves and knocking over trash cans. Which, like, as I'm writing this down, I'm thinking, what is it like for your spirit to be trapped in the same house as the person that, like, tortured and killed you? Or um, probably didn't kill. Tortured, interrogated, and was the reason for you dying. Like, that yeah. has to be... That's rough. I mean, is it like a you take the second floor, I take the ground floor type of a situation? Or like, 
I mean, can you imagine being stuck with somebody who you probably aren't a huge fan of? I mean, no, I've not had any like bad roommates, but I can imagine it would be like, I stay in my bedroom and you stay in yeah. yours. Yeah. But, ugh. Yeah. I feel, I, I feel bad for the guy. Yeah, huh? you're, that's even worse because you're probably stuck there for like all eternity with this guy, not just like yeah. a, a year lease, you know? Right. And it's so. not even somebody that you could like form a relationship with. He's obviously an that's asshole, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um. There's also a third spirit, a female, and they're thinking possibly somebody else who was accused by the sheriff. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what the website said about the... Joshua Ward house. So note to self, don't bury bodies in basements. They will haunt That's the house. Scary. Yeah. There's a restaurant called A&B Salem. And online it said it's a restaurant with a side of paranormal activity, which I thought was a cute way to describe it. The co-owner, Amy Butler, reported that staff never... Feel like they are alone when they're at work. Ew. So, like, before a shift, they're always, like, feeling like they have to look over their sh Like, they just feel like someone is there, which would be freaky. Yeah. Could you imagine rolling silverware and just, <laughs> just feeling like someone is, like, yeah. Just on your shoulder? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, oh, there also wasn't a picture of A&B Salem okay. on the website. So that's, I think, the only one that I wrote down that doesn't have a picture. Um, they do feel cold spots. They have seen apparitions. The building was previously a jail. So the most common spirit that has been seen there is a prison guard in the corner holding a clipboard, which is kind of terrifying, too. Ew. He might not have been the strangler, but a prison guard just standing there watching you roll silverware? I don't think so. Or like you're like eating like clam chowder or something. And he's like <laughs> standing there with his clipboard. It's yeah. so unnerving. <laughs> yeah. So will we talk ourselves into going to these places yes. when we visit Salem? Yes. Yes. Will we enjoy eating? And looking for prison guards with clipboards staring at us. Yes. One can only hope. We see something. Would you ever do like a nighttime ghost tour? My homebody personality says no. Um, but now that I'm a feral 37-year-old woman because I've just gone fucking feral in my 30s, I think I actually might be open to it. Yeah. There's a place in Louisville, uh, Waverly Hills Sanatorium. Dude, that's super haunted. Yeah. One of my old roommates just went and did it, and she was like, it was, it was really creepy. Ugh. I don't know if I would stay the night. Could not dad would stay the night i could not stay the I night don't, but i would tour i don't think i could spend the night there um no. but we've also been looking at what is it the ohio state penitentiary and what is it mansfield i think i want to say my assistant went to that she that, said the build like some of it is like beautiful that one but is, then it's weird that one is to think also, that it's also haunted also really haunted um mm -hmm. when i worked at my first like real job, I guess, my first nine to five, 
um, was like that school where I was working with uh, kids. Oh yeah. Spectrum. That place was formerly a mental hospital. And I don't think we ever really had any activity in our building, but there, I think the building that like the teenagers and young adults were in, that one I want to say was the, the, either the morgue or the crematorium. Oh, either way, super I creepy. Know. And then there was another one that was like no longer in use that was kind of abandoned. They owned like, there were probably like 12 buildings on this property at this point. Yeah. But, um, there were a couple other ones that were abandoned that were like very spooky. I always wanted to like sneak in. Like it's not really yeah. getting fired for like breaking and entering no. like, my work right. property. But right. Ugh. Okay. Picture number two. Okay. I love the name of this place. It's called Wicked Good Books. Mm -hmm. It's a haunted bookstore. Ooh. Um Books will mysteriously fly off of shelves during, this is kind of cool, during store renovations, the owner invited paranormal investigators in after construction workers uncovered secret tunnels under the shop. Could you imagine working in a store, getting it renovated, and then finding out that there are secret tunnels under the store? No. They did find desecrated human remains in the tunnel. Ew. Yeah. Dude, you know what this reminds me of is, um, what is it, the catacombs in Paris? Oh, yeah. I've heard they can't build buildings too high because pretty much all of Paris is, like, hollow underground because of the catacombs. Oh. But certain buildings, you'll go downstairs and you'll just find, like, an entrance into the catacombs in the basement. That's like, crazy. It's so scary. And then to have, like, yeah. you've seen pictures where it's, like, walls of skulls and then, like, yeah. walls of femurs. And, like, these poor people, your head's over here, your leg's, like, 500 feet down the hallway. Yeah. Like, just. No wonder ghosts stick around and haunt the shit out of everybody else. I, just, I mean, I would be pissed, too. I just want to be, like, just either cremate me or, uh, I don't know, like. Scatter me some someplace fun. I don't need to necessarily be buried in the ground. That whole idea has always just made me feel a little weird. I don't know if it's because I was like junior high when grandma passed away. And I just remember thinking, like, I knew why we were going to the cemetery and why we were like leaving flowers. But it was just odd to me that I was like, she's under like where we're standing yeah like that kind of i don't know yeah. that never really sat well with me so i want to be cremated too i know i would love to be put in a pod and have like a tree grow. that's what i was gonna say yeah but i also i think that would be i've nice. also seen that they can press your ashes into rocks oh yeah i've seen and that they too turn into, like really beautiful like white rocks that have like some kind of like i don't know like sparkle and stuff somehow yeah um like that's kind of nice having something physical yeah. that you can hold on to that is like yeah one is really nice yeah yeah i like that too definitely don't want to be buried no or have my femur and glued to the wall one place in my skull glued to the wall somewhere else yeah 
Picture number six. It's going to say in a pig's eye. It's a building. Yeah. It's like a little restaurant. So this was like a not really connected to the witch trials spookiness. So after the witch trials, local taverns became known for illicit activity. Um, Derby Street area in Salem was known for brothels, drinking dens, and tunnels, and was considered like the red light district of the area. So, sea captains would come to shore, go to these brothels, kidnap young men, then use the tunnels to drag the men back to the ship so they wouldn't attract much attention. To do what with them? I guess just have the guys, like, work on the ship. Damn. Yeah. So, in um, the Pig's Eye restaurant, there are sightings of ghostly pirates in the bar area, which that would be kind of cool. Okay, yes. I We gotta eat here. That sounds yes. awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, disembodied voices believed to belong to sea captains can be heard. And this is what's kind of... Ter- not terrifying, but like kind of sad now that you kind of know what happened to some of these young men. Screams and sounds of struggling will drift up from the tunnels. Oh my God. Which is sad. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming they were probably dragged out to work on the ships, maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't see what else the reason would be. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I'm, it's probably like a, these guys are going to be super drunk. They're young. We need, you know, we lost a couple of guys yeah. to, I don't know, what was, I almost said scurvy. Scurvy, maybe. <laughs> that feels like a pirate thing. Yeah, let's go. I don't even know what scurvy is. But let's go bring these boys on board, you know. So, yeah, we do have to eat there because eat there, I would love to see a pirate ghost hanging I out. I know. I was immediately going to say, right before you were like, you could hear screams and struggling, I was going to make a joke of, like, walking in like, ahoy, captain! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you said that, and I was like, oop, no, not the time and place. <laughs> might still be a little too Actually, soon. <laughs> I'm struggling there, so. <laughs> yeah. Very sad. Very sad. Did you ever watch, um... Oh, Queen Charlotte on Netflix? No. She does this thing. I'm not going to get it right. We're like just very unattached from emotion. Her son has maybe lost a child and she just goes like prayers and sorrows. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I mean, that's a whole mood. I mean, like when you're trying to feel bad for somebody and you're just kind of like, but I'm just saying this out of the kindness of my heart, but is that also not the response that we get after like school shootings, like prayers yeah. and sorrows? But no gun yeah. control. Nope, let's not do that. Nothing we can do about it, guys. Sorry. Okay, picture number seven. Okay. It should have a name on it. Yes, it's the weird bunghole liquor. <laughs> Wait, I just got it. I just got it. Why is it named that? I have no idea. But honestly, props to naming a liquor store that. Let's just be honest. Can you go down to the bunghole and get me a pack of 
cigs right. and a six pack. I'm a, um, I'm a regular at the bunghole. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a regular bunghole liquor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It was originally a funeral home. Oh. During Prohibition, the basement was a speakeasy, which I also just love the idea. I hope it was still called, like, the bunghole mm-hmm. back in Prohibition because I feel like that wouldn't attract a lot of attention if somebody was like, I'm going to the bunghole. Like, the authorities would be like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. I wouldn't immediately be like, I bet that's speakeasy. Either that or you have the type of people that are like, what's the bunghole? They're like <laughs> automatically I wanna really get. interested. Yeah. Um, so we do need to go here because I feel like we might become best friends with this ghost. Um, it's haunted by two ghosts. One is a female spirit that can be seen browsing the wine racks. Oh, God. She's after my own heart. She could be the one ghost that really turns around my fear of ghosts. She could be us in the future. That's exactly what I was thinking as I wrote it down. I was like, I almost put me and Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and listen how cute this is. There's a black cat that's seen in various corners. That's the other little ghost. Oh, my God. That's Zachary Binks. I love it. I also, if they sell t-shirts, I want a t-shirt. Bunghole liquors? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got, I got licked at bunghole liquors or like something <laughs> like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Picture number three. I did write on this one. The old, old uh, burying point yeah. cemetery. Ooh, that looks old. Yeah. That literally Also known like as the Carter Street, Charter Street Cemetery. Judge Hawthorne, the hanging judge from the witch trials, is actually buried here. Oh. Which that's a little terrifying. His spirit, along with others, have been captured in pictures that were taken after dark. Ooh. Okay. Remember earlier when you were like, I would burn the place down, spirits can't move. Some resident homeowners say spirits go into their homes due to the proximity of the houses to the cemetery oh my god could you imagine no walking in and fucking judge hawthorne is just standing there staring at you or you got a lady like churning butter in the (laughs) kitchen (laughs) picture four the i think I don't know how to pronounce this. Like, be easy on me. Lyceum? I'm a Kentuckian. The yeah, is it Lyceum? 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 It's now called Turner's Seafood. It's actually built on the land that was an orchard owned by Bridget Bishop, and she was one of the first women to be executed in uh, for witchcraft. Wow. Yeah. It's haunted by a lady in a long white period style dress most often seen on a staircase and many believe this lady to be Bridget. Wow. And then there's also reports of apparitions, light anomalies, and electrical malfunctions. That is crazy. Yeah. And then the last one, which is probably the most recognizable picture, is the witch house. Yeah. 
It's Jonathan, also known as the Jonathan Corwin House, home of Judge Jonathan Corwin, who was a key player in the Salem Witch Trials. It is the, this blew my mind, the only building in Salem still standing with ties to the 19, or I'm sorry, the 1692 Witch Trials. The only building? Only building. Is it like a museum now or what? It is, yeah. But like, it's so weird to think like, so I take like the area where we grew up in Ohio. Yeah. Like you see a house from like, I don't know, 1835 and you're like, holy cow, that, or like 1880s and you're like, that's such an old place. But then like Salem has a building from the 1600s, yeah. which blows my mind. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So Judge Hawthorne, no, sorry, Judge Corwin was charged with investigating claims of witchcraft, and he's responsible for condemning 19 people to death. Wow. It's now a seasonal museum open to the public and considered to be one of the most haunted places in Salem. People have found cold spots. People um, have been touched. And there's a disembodied voice of a little child that also can be heard. Oh, my God. So that is my little spooky story of places we need to visit in Salem. I love it. I think we should definitely plan a trip to Salem. Yeah. We gotta do Salem. Maybe next fall. I know October is like crazy busy. So maybe we could do, I don't know. We'll have to see when it's not like, yeah, September. October's going to be crazy like in Salem. I feel yeah. like it's like the main, the main, the main season. Thing. Um, yeah. But September, I think, would be really fun. Yeah. Would you bring Genevieve? I, Do you think she'd want to go? Oh, she would need to go. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if we could do like spooky ghost tours or anything at night with her. Yeah. But she was that kid when we went into Savannah in like 2019. We went to that. Bonaventure Cemetery in Savannah, and she's standing next to tombstones, given a peace sign, and she's smiling. Why do I have balloons? What was that? <laughs> what the hell was that? I don't know. Should I do it again? Is it gonna... Forgive us. Is this this is the, the ghost? first the, our wanting first us to come day with our uh, new program. Yeah, they're like, Maybe come we'll and celebrate come. with us. The Stranglers, like, come on. We'll have to go like stomp on what that what's that guy's name that's buried in Hoth no, what was his name? Judge Hawthorne, yeah. the hanging judge. Go, like dance around on his grave. Although I talk a big game. <laughs> I know, I may not even be able to step foot in there. The last thing I would want to personally do is taunt a ghost. Yeah, I mean, if they can travel. Can you? I'm just picturing them, like, on a plane. Like, that would send a Victorian child into a coma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Aircraft. <laughs> oh, man. No, I think that would be fun. Yeah, Salem is so cool. Um... 
There's, um, I think it's in Salem. There's like a, I follow them on Instagram. Is it called House Witch? H-A-U-S Witch. Ooh. I mean, you can like shop online and like buy um, like little spell kits or like crystals and stuff. But um, yeah, I bet they've got some really cool like little stores. Yeah. So cool. I love learning about Salem and everything. I know, like, I really, today, I was like, what am I going to talk about? I kind of wrote everything down on my lunch break today. But I was like, there's, like, I like the idea of, yes, there's the Salem witch trial stuff to see, but then there's also, like, hey, people have seen, like, a ghost pirate at this (laughs) restaurant. Or, you know, like, there's, I mean, and that's, like, with any old city, there's going to be so much more than just the one thing you've always heard about, but I was like, we definitely have to go. Yeah. We should like plan like a long week at like a long spooky weekend or something. Mm-hmm. That would be so fun. Yeah. Me, you, mom, Genevieve, mm-hmm. our little coven. Ah, <gasps> yes. Oh my gosh. Speaking of covens to help calm down her anxious and just like, intrusive thought process I have just started saying nothing is going to happen to you nothing is going to happen to me Aunt Colleen and I have already said we're going to become old witches and live in the forest you're going to be living with us too okay we're going to be three old witches living in the forest together mm-hmm. and then for she's like okay fine I'm not worried about it anymore yeah. All of a sudden- I'm going to be an old witch with my mom and my aunt <laughs> Sanderson sisters. Yes, yes. So yeah, you, me, mom, Genevieve, that's our little coven, we'll say. Yeah, I love it. Any glimmers this week since we're starting that? Ooh. I know, maybe modern medicine, antibiotics. Doctors wearing cowboy boots. Um... (laughs) I would love to know how that man runs what like during certain codes. I don't I don't know. Um but I I'm also like how do your feet not hurt after a little bit? Like I know once you break cow well, I'm only speaking as somebody who's had like a pair of DSW cowboy boots. So yeah. like, obviously they're not real. But Maybe they're the kind that, you know, after a while they kind of form to your foot and they're like super comfy, kind of how like Doc Martens and like other boots will do that, but. Yeah. Were these like the stereotypical cowboy boots? Are they more of like the square or like rounded toe? Um, they looked a little pointy. Okay. For some reason I was like, I bet she's going to say they're more of like the. Sorry, I have a hair in my mouth. The square or rounded toe, but I was like, it would just make it even better if it was like the regular looking cowboy. I'm pretty sure they were his scrubs tucked into the boots. (laughs) I have so many questions. No, scrubs were not tucked into the boots. Um, what if they were? Would would you have been like, I need a new doctor? (laughs) Honestly, no, I don't think so because he was so nice. He pulled up my CT scan, went through every single part of it, frame by frame, 
And oh, was that's like, nice. Here's what's going on. He pulled up my x-ray, too, and was like, you know, here's your blood vessels that we can see. Here's the part of the infection that we can see. He was literally going through, like, every single thing. And I was talking to Max after, and he goes, honestly, he kind of went through everything a little bit too much. I was like, no, he didn't. <laughs> No, he didn't. He let me, like, ask all the questions about things. Yeah. Really get an understanding of what was going on. Because up until this point, it's just been, a, like, a constant cycle of, it's just a cold. It's just a cold. It's yeah. Just a cough. Colleen's all right. Colleen's all right. Her need a little help. <laughs> Surrender. <laughs> what was your glimmer? Probably reliving a really exciting experience from, like, your childhood. But seeing it from, like, an adult perspective. Yeah. So, like, with Genevieve, just seeing, like, how damn excited. Like, we went to the grocery before we picked up her friend. And she was, like, I, she likes, cool, uh, what is it, Cool Ranch Doritos. Ooh. So, you know, we got a bag of those and um it was just so heartwarming to see like I bet I was this excited too for like my first sleepover or for having like my first sleepover at a friend's house. Um and then just seeing Genevieve just so like this is her favorite chip. This is her favorite kind of ice cream. Let's you know just seeing her wanting her friend to have a really good time that was a lot that was really really cool i know you told me earlier this week that she was adamant about getting her favorite kind of ice cream and making sure yeah. she had her friend's favorite yeah so cute yeah she's so so thoughtful and just so sweet she she is she is going to be that friend or that person in your life that's like what do you need i'm there yeah. Or what's your favorite, whatever. You're coming over to my house, you know, what What do you want? So, yeah. It's really cool her. from, like, a parenting, per like, parenthood is crazy and chaotic, but then you have these little moments that you're just like, this is why I wanted to be a parent. Mm -hmm. So, it Aww. was cool. I love that. Yeah. And Griffin scored a goal this weekend, <laughs> didn't he? He did. And was, his reaction after scoring was, like, the most casual, like, he didn't cheer. He didn't, like, yeah. He just, like, walked down the field and he was, like, you know, looking at his teammates. And then he looked over at us and he was, like, <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. I saw him, like, walk off and his friend, like, patted him on the back and he just was, like, so chill. Just, yeah, like, oh, I do this all the time, ten times a game. No big deal. <laughs> I'm a rock star. No yeah. Baby. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, well, thank you guys for listening. We Thanks. hope you love our spooky stories. And if you've ever been to Salem, if you've spooky. ever seen any of this stuff, or if you've ever, you know, been touched by a ghost... Know. Or choked. Or poked. Or or, or, or been to bunghole oh, liquors. Or if you've, if you've licked <laughs> any bungholes, let us know. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh well, gosh. make sure to but, uh, like and subscribe. And I think rate and yes. review is what they say for podcasts. And um, 
tell us what's in your cup in the comments, yeah. too. What little, what little beverageino have you been sipping on? Beverageino. What's up? Thank you. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.